Thank you for joining us on another season of Beyond Clean, a live podcast where the cleaning industry talks about everything that is healthy, positive, and proactive. Beyond Clean is a podcast that is broadcast out of our studios inside Gym Supply in Orlando, Florida. We're always looking for guests at Beyond Clean, so reach out to me, your host, David Thompson, at dthompson at academyofcleaning.com or call us at 888-999-6059. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Now, let's get started with today's guest on Beyond Clean. Good morning, everyone. I'm Dave Thompson. I'm the director here at the Academy of Cleaning Excellence and the host of our podcast on Podbean Live, Beyond Clean with Ace. Today, we're not live on Podbean, but you're probably listening to it on the podcast. It's recorded for you, so don't try to join live today because that's not what we're doing. Uh, and the reason is, as you probably can see on the screen, I have a guest speaker in the studio. Yes, live and in person. Now, it's a little bit impromptu, so bear with us a little bit. Uh, as you can see, Daryl Hicks is here in the classroom. If you've been on one of our podcasts or on one of our classes, you'll know that Daryl Hicks is from St. Louis, Missouri, and he is not there anymore. He is in Orlando, Florida, here in the studio with us. Daryl, let's just do a little mic check and make sure everything's working right. Good morning, Dave. Glad to be here. Okay, so for those people that don't know who Daryl Hicks is and why this is such a big deal, <laughs> let's kind of clue them in because, you know, we might, you know, there might be a lot of listeners that uh, have seen or heard from you, but as we do with all of these uh, social media, there's probably new people, so... Let's start there, Daryl. Yeah, thanks, Dave. Uh, I began my career in cleaning and disinfecting hospitals back in 1981 and, uh, you know, spent 34 years doing uh, leadership in hospital uh, cleaning and uh, retired at the end of 2014. So uh, soon to be seven years on the retirement side of things. But um I just always knew that I had too much gas left in the tank to just go and sit and watch daytime television. So uh, instead, I'm here with Dave and glad to be here. And instead of being uh, 1,400 miles between us, there's about 25 feet. And so we're so still practicing social distancing, <laughs> just not as far. Well, that's uh, one of the, the things about, uh, you know, that this past 15 months of uh, COVID has taught us is that uh, it's good to see, uh, you know, real live humans and not Zoom. Uh, and, you know, a lot of talk today is people are just Zoom fatigued and some companies are calling it uh, Zoom free Fridays so that at least one day out of the the work week, uh, they're not having Zoom calls or Zoom presentations or whatever. But uh, I'm glad to be here. And since I've been retired, been doing uh, stuff with Dave, he and I in the last uh, 14, 15 months, I guess we did over a thousand, uh, you know, training uh, education sessions uh, for frontline workers and for uh, the experts in infection prevention control. And the reason I'm so interested in this is that, you know, I wrote a little book called Infection Prevention for Dummies, as published back in 2010. And um, 
it's about the importance of cleaning and disinfection in saving lives. And, and Dave's uh, own moniker is, you know, I'm a janitor and I save lives. And uh, so he and I have uh, shared this, uh, this, I guess it's a, it's an approach to cleaning is that we don't clean for appearance sakes, we clean for health sakes. And so he and I have been on this track for a while together. And uh, so I'm just glad to be here. But, um, you know, there's so much to to learn about this uh, cleaning and disinfection. Uh, this past year has taught us a lot of lessons. And uh, number one lesson was we weren't prepared for uh, the massive efforts in uh, providing safe sanitary uh, surfaces and uh, in the public. So and now you, you may listen to Daryl talk like that, that we just have known each other here because of the pandemic. That's not true. We've been uh, associated before he retired. So Daryl is a co-author of almost all of our infection prevention courses here at the Academy. Also our certified environmental services technician course. So if you, uh, you want to get some of that and you want to do the online courses, we have those available. Uh, we have the infection prevention technician, which is online. And the expert, which is what Daryl mentioned, is one of our live classes that we do. Matter of fact, we'll be doing a session this afternoon and tomorrow afternoon uh, in conjunction with the recordings we're doing for you today. Daryl, one of the things that we want to talk about during uh, this time together is there's some new things that have happened and we're launching the master's program for this fall. So whenever you think about what happened over the last 15, 16 months, and I look back at some of the recordings that we've done and the information, you know, things have changed for the industry. The public is much more aware than they've ever been of what we do. But yet, I still find that there's a tremendous amount of the people in our industry that's reactionary and not proactively thinking about what do we do after the pandemic is, quote, unquote, um, deemed over by the professionals. Well, the fact is, you know, CDC this week uh, came out with a statement that said that, you know, this COVID virus is uh, transmitted by airborne uh, nuclei. And uh, we, we show that in our expert class, uh, how these things stay in the air. But, uh, you know, so I think that the, the public is still expecting clean and, uh, you know, if things are visibly soiled then they're not going to believe just because you put a hand sanitizing station by the elevator that the place is clean right i mean you know and this is what you're talking about uh, there's a there's an acceptance level that has been elevated uh, a public awareness and and i mean you know you see this because if, you know especially early on in the pandemic if you weren't wearing a mask, people just gave you a really dirty look, you know, and, and today, of course, we live in Florida here, you know, it hasn't always been quite that way, but today you, it's more of a choice 
And I think as we come out of the pandemic, it will still, as far as masks anyway, it'll be more of a choice. Because I think you've said earlier, you know, we don't yet know how many people will voluntarily wear a mask. And this is going to affect our flu season. I think we had some conversation about that before as well. Yeah, because of uh, the masking, social distancing in some places in the country still on uh you know, non-essential, uh, you know, lockdown people on non-essential sort of jobs who can work from a distance uh, are not out there mixing and mingling. But, uh, you know, we have the, the situation where as things, as more Americans get the vaccine and get uh, immunity from the vaccinations, <coughs> and we get the herd immunity from people who have been exposed to it, who have natural. Well, th 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 this is it. And I think one of the things that you mentioned, uh, you're, you're kind of on a vacation trip, but not totally because you're here working with me. But um, that, you know, you and your wife uh, got your first vaccinations, you got your second ones. And so now you feel, uh, I guess, free to get on a plane and fly around the country now. Right. And my wife has some uh, some health issues with her cardio system, and she wasn't ready to get on an airplane until she had had the vaccine. And it worked out great that we got it. Uh, it'll be three weeks ago tomorrow. And so CDC says after two weeks, you're uh, you're safe uh <laughs> to fly wherever you want to go. Oh, so, have to... so, so I'm okay. You're safe now, right? <laughs> so so yep. now that means I can be close to you, even though it's 25 feet right now. Yeah. One of the things about this vaccine is that once you have it and have it for at least two weeks is that, you know, I cannot get the, the uh, COVID. If I do, it's uh, some, there have been some cases where people have, but they were probably infected before they got their, their vaccine. And I won't go into all that, but it's a very small portion. This vaccine is very effective. And uh, I encourage you, I got it for my wife's sake because I didn't want to bring anything home to her. Dave, has some, you know, we do it to protect other people. And now whenever I do wear a mask, it's because I, I don't want people to be afraid around me. I, I not only can't get it, but I can't give it to people. But uh, that doesn't mean that I don't respect uh, people's fears. And I think those same fears are get carried into the building. And then, you know, whether it's mask or vaccines, uh, those same fears get carried into the building. And like I said, if it's visibly soiled uh, carpets, you know, I don't understand these places that have been closed for all these months and then they reopen and they've done nothing to take uh, care of, you know, dirty carpeting and uh, visibly soiled. So like I said, just because you put a hand sanitizing station by the, the elevators or the time clock doesn't mean that people feel comfortable coming back into that building. Well, I think this is a thing that we were talking about, uh, well, a little bit earlier than this time last year when we first started doing our expert live classes uh, back last February. One of the things we talked about at that time, still talking about now, is the flu, the common everyday, and I hate to say common because you make it sound like it's no big deal. 
60 to 80,000 people a year die from the flu. And this year we've seen a large, almost non-existent amount of that happen. And we talked last year this time, Daryl, that it was going to be because of masks and social distancing. And I think this is the thing that the experts and, and you and I being in that group of experts are talking about now, what's going to happen come October through the flu season 21-22 for a number of different reasons. One is, as I think you've mentioned before, we usually build these shots, although we call them a vaccine, these shots, based on what happened the preceding year. And this year, we don't have that information. Yeah, a lot of people don't understand that uh, this vaccine, one of the reasons why it came to uh, to the market so quickly was it's not grown in eggs. And that's how the normal vaccine is uh, the flu shot, I should say. Uh, they put these different strains of flu, whether it's uh, influenza A or B, or it'll be one or the other. It's a Hong Kong flu that was back in the 60s and killed hundreds of thousands of people around the world. But there's these flus that have been around for a long, long time, and we still don't have a vaccine. We have a shot uh, that is a cocktail of what they think is going to be, you know, they look at what has happened last year, flu season, and that's what goes into the flu shot this year. And since it was so low, they're worried that there's going to be seasonal flu like we haven't seen before. So uh, I'm just saying that to say that we still don't know. And because these, uh, these flu strains have to be grown in egg yolks, whereas the one that we're receiving today is RNA. And what you may not understand about RNA, RNA starts off in the DNA, goes to RNA that then goes into protein for our bodies. So it's a one way and that RNA winds up being a copying machine of, uh, of the virus. So, you know, wherever they, they have this replicating, they, they don't have to grow it in eggs. So it, it came to market uh, in seven months, eight months, which was unheard of. It's, it's almost like putting a man on Mars is what was done in this country in the, in the world last year. And, uh, but like I said, it, it's only a one way, so it doesn't affect your DNA. Uh, and I'm getting a lot more technical than I should be. Because I would, I would just, I, I just, I'm just this fountain of knowledge. And I just want to share it with you. But no, no I would just, I would just think, you know, I, have, I, I said something about the flu, and man, we're getting a microbial I know. lesson. But, but, but this, this, this plays into some of what we're talking about, though. This is knowledge. This is why we have classes here at the academy, and 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 Daryl's leading me real carefully. Thank you, Daryl to something that we've put together. It's called the master's class for infection prevention. And this is about knowledge. What Daryl and I are talking about right now is what we, the experts are looking at that will not, that there, there's not any real indicators yet, but we're looking ahead. We're proactively thinking about what we're doing. 
and the leaders in infection prevention are doing this currently. We're not dealing with today whether you should wear a mask or whether you should social distance. That's all hat, old hat. We already know what to do. What we're talking about here is what's going to happen this time next year. And this is what you and I started doing last year this time with the expert course is thinking ahead. Yes, you have to work with what you're doing today, but leaders think ahead. We'll talk more about the master program, but to your point of education, this is proactively looking at not just one thing. And so what I'm really concerned about, Daryl, is the CDC coming out this week saying, well, this is all airborne. There's not a real good chance of you catching COVID on a surface. You don't need to disinfect like you were. What I'm afraid of is the public taking that message and going completely back the other way. Yeah, I don't think that that is going to happen because uh, people have become accustomed to uh, safe surfaces. And I don't care if it's in public transportation. Uh, you know, we've seen some weird stuff this last year, Dave, of people out on the streets and uh, machines fogging the streets. And, uh, you know, uh, you cannot disinfect dirt. And uh, but that's it was a visual for the public to feel safe, you know, safer. And, uh, you know, these drones flying over stadiums and disinfecting seats, it's all just a visual. And uh, we know that, uh, you know, you have to remove the soil in, in, for the disinfectants to be effective. Otherwise, you're just disinfecting soil and that when that soil comes off, then, you know, the disinfectant's gone too. So, uh, people who don't understand the uh, that cleaning is both a science and an art, and so they're they're not accustomed to uh, to doing things the right way. And I think in this last year, uh, we here at the academy have been educating people about the right way to do things. And then when they do the training programs, you know, if if they know the why behind of what they're doing, then the how-to will become much more meaningful to the frontline workers. And part of that is just defining what clean is. And uh, so, you know, we, we have to start with this foundation and, you know, through, um, through the programs that the Academy has for, um, what is it, Dave, the, the frontline technician, technician program and then the expert uh, is building that foundation of knowledge so that as we go on to the master's program that people have that foundation so that we can build on it and uh, so we're looking for people uh, in the master's program who are leaders in the business and uh, or a wannabe leader who may have two years of uh, working experience they've gone through the the previous class classes and now they're ready for the master's program and so we're building on that foundation that has been laid this last year and um, if you haven't taken those courses in order to get the master's you have to go back and get that foundation and then you'll be ready for the master's and doesn't matter if if you're just eager to learn but what I, I look at in leaders is that they're they're not managers they're you know people who managed their their uh, operation um, just 
go through a, a formula for that. And uh, we're, we're not looking for people who follow formulas. We're going to help you build a formula for the future. And what we do is we take what we have learned for the last 15 months uh, about this virus and we're preparing for the next pandemic and we don't know if that will be this fall or if it'll be a year from now but there's so many other things that that are on these surfaces that um, that cdc's guidance this week about covid being mostly transmitted through the air isn't true for a lot of these microorganisms that pay, make people very sick or even die from. And uh, I think we have taken our eye off of those this past year. And I think it's almost to the detriment of our public that we have uh, let off the gas on these other uh, bacteria and viruses and fungus, fungi. And uh, now we're, we may have uh, another situation, public health situation, because the CDC has said we don't have to disinfect surfaces for COVID. So I think this is the thing that we're talking about, Daryl, as experts in the field of infection prevention, we need to be looking for the next pandemic. And I think uh, one of the things that you've brought up, and I've heard others talk about too, is that we've kind of been in a cycle of about every 15 to 20 years that there was a pandemic. Uh, Ebola came along in the last 10 and, you know, we've had SARS and we've had MRSA. Uh, Swine flu. We, we've had, you know, all of these, some of these we have uh, shots for some we don't, but the one thing that's universal and I always say this is the first step of infection prevention is cleaning. And this is a big thing that we focus on. Now, that's what we can manage. We're doing it today. We manage that. So, folks, don't get us wrong. We need strong managers that are managing current everyday programs. That's why we have the technician and the expert. The master that Daryl mentioned is going to be a completely unique, well, offering to the industry. We're, we're putting together something that you've never seen before in our industry. And this is a four-day live interactive town hall type session with four industry experts. I'll get into that a little bit later. But Daryl, why are we putting together a program that's like this and not just doing another Zoom class or another webinar like you and I, and I'm not putting anything down with those because you and I attend them, we conduct them, people learn from them, but why move it to this master with this live interactive town hall type program? Well, Dave, uh, we have three of these uh, ma masters programs scheduled for this fall. And, but, uh, you know, between now and the first one and between the first one and the second one, there's new information that comes out and we want these to be uh, dynamic in that they, uh, they will take what is happening in the world currently uh, today and that it's not it's like writing a book and then uh, getting it bound in <laughs> Dave and I have a problem with, uh, you know, I've got this little book that was, you know, uh, published back in 2010, the infection prevention for dummies book. And, 
you know, the next year is obsolete because once you you print it and put it into a book, it's no longer dynamic. And so we make these things so that uh, it is current and up to date. And, uh, you know, in this master's class that it's going to be interactive and, uh, you know, it will be a discussion, a conversation. And uh, so it's different than this one way learning that people are accustomed to. I took one of these online courses from a big, uh, you would know the, the company, a chemical disinfectant company in this country, but uh, it was recorded probably two or three months ago. And it was about infection control and prevention. And um, I wound up with more questions at the end of it. It was things that, uh, that they said that that just didn't jive with what Dave and I talk about and that it's cleaning is so essential and I think that we we think because we got this one step cleaner disinfectant that we don't need to clean anything anymore and uh, you know I'm of the mindset that that we need to remove the soil and when we remove the soil with the soil goes the bad guys so if we can remove the soil at 99.9% with the right microfiber denier uh, cloth and uh, a general purpose cleaner you know dave and i talk about you know one of the things that no one talks about is rinsing surfaces and that we we wind up with this biofilm that winds up on surfaces so i'm not going to go into all that right now but the the point is that uh there's a lot to learn and uh you may have to unlearn some of the things that you believe to be true but uh that's what this master's course is is to elevate your understanding of the problems that we face in the general public today and the public safety and uh, so it's taking what has happened with COVID and uh, some of these other things that are happening and I guarantee you that it will be up to the minute uh, information that you will be getting uh, if you attend one of these master's courses this fall. So let me give you a kind of a little bit of an outline folks. Uh, Daryl kind of hit the nail on the head. We do not want you to attend a session with us in the master's program and wind up going, okay, so now what do I do? This is the biggest dynamic part of this. During those four days, you are going to be able to access one-on-one -on -one or one-on-in in a group conversations with industry experts. I'll outline the four experts here in just a moment. But the way we want that we're putting this together for you folks is what we want you to do is start thinking now of real life situations that are challenging or ones that you see as a leader that are going to be challenging you in the future. Don't hold anything back. Throw everything at us. Um, Daryl's got a little thing about stump the band and I'll let him talk to you about that here in a minute. But you know, the, the whole thing here is we want you to send to us before the sessions your questions so that we'll kind of start these with a kind of a town hall thing. We're going to take your question. We'll throw it to the panel. The panel discussed that and you'll get an answer from the panel about their viewpoint. And I'm sure that some of that will be a little bit of controversial discussion as these things usually do. Not because not everybody agrees with everybody on everything, which is why Daryl 
didn't quite agree with everything on that course. <laughs> now, nothing wrong with that. Matter of fact, that's the way we learn. Now, the next part of this is we want you to also come to the session and actually talk with everybody, not just the expert, but with everybody worldwide that's on the call and present what is happening to you today, the challenge that you're having. We don't want this to be fictitious pie in the sky type stuff. We want this to be current right now because we're right now recording this for you here in the first week of April. By October, things are going to be different. They have been all year. So in a little bit, I'll talk to you about who's going to be on the panel and everything. But Daryl, what's this stump the band thing? Yeah, it goes back to the old Johnny Carson uh, late night uh, talk shows. And Dave said, you're, uh, you're dating yourself. And I say, yeah, <laughs> those were the good old days. But he would always do this thing called stump the band where he would send someone with a microphone out into the audience and someone in the audience would come up with a tune that uh, Doc Severinsen and the band had to, uh, to know and to play. And so, uh, you know, if they stumped the band, then they got a bigger prize. So uh, anyway, there won't be any prizes. That I was going to say, <laughs> I, I hadn't heard about the prizes. I, I, now you got me going, Daryl. Yeah. Uh, maybe if you stump the band, I'll send you one of my books. But uh, anyway, <laughs> I think that, uh, you know, the, the concept is there is that, uh, you know, I guarantee you that uh, if you don't get an answer from one of the panelists, uh, there's probably someone in, in your work group here online that has, uh, has faced that same similar situation, and they can talk about what they did to remedy it. So, you know, that's the, the synergism that we're looking for. It's not just a one-way uh, lecture. And... Uh, they won't allow that to happen. It's going to be interactive. And, uh, you know, if we have 15 people on the call and they're from 15 different places, then, uh, you know, we'll get different perspectives from people. But, uh, you know, just because you're in schools and someone else that is in uh, long-term care, you know, will be on the same call, it doesn't mean that we can't learn from each other. And that's one of the things you know, the, we are a small subset of all the, the population of workers out there in that we are, uh, we are left with the, the charge to protect the public's health. And, you know, Dave talks about, you know, that people have this, you know, heartburn about calling us janitors. But uh, whenever you look at the, the origin of that term, it's, it's got a deep history, but it was uh, the keeper of the keys. And, uh, you know, they, they were in charge of uh, the public's uh, safety and protection. Well, and so, uh, you know, my moniker that I have, folks don't know if you've seen it or not, is I am a janitor and I save lives. And I think that's the root of uh, everything that I do here at the academy. We have a very noble profession. And this master's session, and I say class, it's just actually sessions, uh, 
is going to elevate that. And I think this is what you've seen, Daryl, over the last year. Yes. The public awareness of our industry and our importance in what we do has been elevated to an all-time high for us. On the other hand, whenever you say like the thing that is don't disinfect as much from the CDC, people have a tendency to swing completely the other way. So as we work through this year of 2021, I think things are going to have another face. They had a new face last year. I think it's going to change again this year. So when we get to the Masters this this fall, uh, the situation will be different. Now, one of the things that I want to let you know is Daryl Hicks that you see here on uh, the show with me today is going to be one of our experts. And as Daryl said, he comes from the healthcare industry as, as a leader there. He's been the past president of IEHA and also uh, another institute. I, I forget what the name of it was. Yeah, it was the Healthcare Surfaces Institute, and it's a not-for-profit organization. But we look at the role that uh, surface composition plays in the transmission of disease. And this Formica uh, tabletop is different than the stainless steel on the uh or the chrome on the bathroom fixtures. And so um, pathogens uh, hide in different surfaces and it's different if it's brand new than if it's 20 years old. And, you know, you, some, I always, I always, you know, feel like it's not the, the employee's fault that they use bowl cleaner on the uh, faucet handles and now the chrome is gone and they're green and green corros corrosion all around. That's not the employee's fault. That's their leadership's fault. And uh, some leader let them do that. And so I don't blame the frontline workers. I blame us for not educating people. But what I'm saying is that, you know, we have to, uh, you know, we have to look at those surfaces and their composition, but it's going to be much harder to disinfect that corroded uh, faucet handles in the bathroom now that the chrome plating is gone. So we're not just looking at new surfaces, but over time, uh, if you look at these surfaces under a, a microscope, you see pits and valleys and deep scratches and places for pathogens to hide. And so it's going to be harder to clean and disinfect that surface over time. And, you know, so our institute is just looking at all that hard and non uh, hard and soft surfaces and the ability to keep the public safe. And one of the things that, that we find out, and Dave and I have talked about this, is, you know, carpets, you know, being a soft surface is that, um, as I like to say, it's like a unicorn. Uh, the idea that we even sanitize carpets is a unicorn and uh, doesn't exist. It's a myth. <laughs> so the one thing that you see, folks, is that when it comes to practical skills, and managing and, and, and then leading a department for healthcare uh, uh, issues and situations. Daryl's gonna be one of our panelists. We're also gonna have Dr. Greg Whiteley, uh, which is gonna be on the panel from Australia. Uh, he is, well, I would say a chemistry guru. He works on the chemistry side of it there in Australia works with the CDC, works with a number of other different uh, bodies that are, 
are actually helping with some of the mandates that you've actually seen come out this last year. But one of the reasons that he's going to be on is to talk with you about chemistry. But one of the big things that he, Daryl, and I uh, all agree on is measuring outcomes. And he's very big on it's not just the chemistry you use. And Daryl and I talk about the process, but he's very interested in how can I verify that the product, the process, and our technique actually got us the result? Because as you just heard Daryl say, just because it says sanitizer on the label doesn't mean I can sanitize carpet. How do I measure the result of what I've done? So Dr. Greg Whiteley is going to be on the panel for that. We also have Dr. Aaron Bushko from uh, Bradley University who's going to be on the panel to talk about business and business management and development and marketing what you're doing. Because whether you're an in-house service provider or you're a building service contractor, no matter where in the world you are, whatever you're doing today and what you're going to be doing in the future as a result of this masterclass needs to be marketed, not just to your technicians, as Daryl said, to make sure that they're doing the right thing, but that the public is aware, that, you're, that the, the establishment is aware, because what we have learned over this last year, this isn't one person's job. It isn't one entity's job. It's all of our job. And so he's going to be on the panel to talk about marketing and business strategy. Uh, he's wrote several books, just the same as Dr. Whiteley has. And then, Daryl, you have a good relationship with uh, another person, but he's a microbiologist. Yeah, he's uh, the germ guy, and uh, his name is Dr. Rodney Rohde, and he's down at Texas State University, and he teaches uh, microbiology to uh, nursing and doc, doc, you know, medical uh, uh, students and even the lab techs that actually do the the bench work and he's very knowledgeable not just about microbiology but uh, he he gets what we do he is a big uh, cheerleader for us in the cleaning and, and disinfection business and he understands our our struggles, but maybe he'll help you understand. And what I told Dave earlier is, you know, whenever you go into a rest restroom, public restroom, I always said you need a microbiologist vision of what the pathogens are in that restroom and where they're hiding, and uh, you know why that's important. So. Dr. Rohde will, uh, will educate us about uh, all that stuff about the, the bacteria, viruses, and fungi, fungi that, um, you know, exist very happily in those restrooms. And, you know, what, what Dave and I were talking about earlier is restroom odors. And, uh, you know, whenever you approach a restroom in a restaurant and 10 feet before you get to the door, you smell the air deodorizer, the cherry flavor, cherry bomb, uh, you know that the place is not clean because they're using deodorizers to cover up the odors uh, associated with urine and with uh, bacteria that has just decayed in there from years of not getting uh, removed. And so, uh, you know, we're not into covering things up. 
we're into removing them and uh, you know then you get this microbiologist view but you know odor control has a lot to do with removing the soil removing the bacteria and don't leave anything behind for that bacteria to feed on. So Dr. Rohde will uh, bring a lot to the conversation. And if you ever wanted to talk to a microbiologist, this is your opportunity. This is um, like, you know, heaven to me is, you know, to be able to talk to the germ guys. So folks, as you can see, what we're gonna have is we have a very robust panel. Uh, this is gonna be very dynamic in the fact that Nobody's doing this. If you look around, matter of fact, we challenge you right here live on camera today. If you've seen a program like this, or if you know one, please tell us because we haven't found it. And that's why we've put this together, this panel for you. As we said, think about what's going on. You now know an outline of the four people that are going to be on there. Somebody said, well, there's five. It's going to be you, Dave. Well, yeah, I'm going to be there, but I know it's probably hard to imagine. I'm going to try not to talk a lot. <laughs> yeah, well, so I'm, I've got a moniker that people say <laughs> Mr. Talks a lot. So, hey, what can I say? We are all here for you to learn. This is what we want. If you're a leader, if you're trying to move forward, I don't care if you've been in the industry two months or 25 years. It doesn't matter. Come to us go to www.academyofcleaning.com. You'll find out all about the master's program. Now, as Daryl said, you have to go through the technician and the uh, expert so that you're up to speed with where we're at. We don't want to rehash that. That's not what the master's class is for. The master class is so that you can bring your real life issues, situations, challenges to a group of experts. And by the end of it, you're the only one that's going to say, I didn't ask enough questions, not us, because that's what we're going to be here for. So you'll see all the schedule of when they're going to be coming out and the prices that are uh, associated with it. Um, and if you've got a suggestion, send it to us. So think about your questions. Send those to us now. Sign up. Get registered. It is worldwide because it is going to be on Zoom. It is going to be virtual. There'll be different times because it's not going to be at the same time every day. So please join us for that. Daryl, I think one of the things that we also talk about when we talk about infection prevention is change. Yeah. What I say about change is that, uh, you know, you can either change or you can be part of the change. And, um, uh, you know, you don't want to be part of the change. You want to change your methods, your way of uh, communicating things, but you have to, uh, to have a foundation of knowledge. And uh, that's what this uh, academy was built around is increasing knowledge. And what is it, Dave, that you say, what are the, the foundations for the, the knowledge that, uh, well, well, as you can see right here behind me on my screen, knowledge protecting health. That's on our shield. This is what we believe. We're talking about infection prevention. It couldn't be any more accurate. If you don't have the right knowledge, you can't protect health. Now, it doesn't mean that you're not doing something right. Everybody's doing something right. But that's what the master program is about. And this is what we found the, the academy on. It's gaining knowledge. And this isn't rehashing what you've already been doing. We're not here to teach you what you already know. 
We're here to change your mindset. And yes, that's challenging. It's controversial. And you know what? I, I had a class here yesterday. Yes, we do have live classes, by the way. He was here in person, and I thank him for that. But during that class, he said, I'm going to have to buy something different. That What I've got isn't going to work. I said, why did you come to class if what you wanted to do was the same thing with what you've already got? That's not the reason you come to an academy class, Daryl. Right. The old adage that, uh, what is it, uh, Daryl, I'll tell you what, that jet lag must have got to you coming down here. He flew down here from uh, St. Louis yesterday, and 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 now, uh, I, I, I mean, I'm one with you, but I can't read everything okay. that's in that head over there. I knew if you talked long enough, David, it would come back to me. <laughs> the definition of insanity is doing the same things the same way and expecting different results. And uh, we cannot be operating the way that we did even a year ago uh, into the today and into the future. So, uh, you know, you can you have to come with the mindset that, uh, you know, you will have to change some things in your operation. And that means that we have uh, educated you and given you knowledge that you didn't have or connected some of those dots so that you get a complete picture. But, uh, you know, it will be dynamic and you will um, undoubtedly want to change things. Not that it will be a dictate from us, but, you know, from your fellow uh, classmates and from the experts, you're going to hear things that you had not thought of. And um, if, if that happens, then, um, you know, it's going to change you and hopefully uh, for the better, because uh, ultimately, we're about the public's health and safety. And um, so, you know, Daryl, if you haven't been challenged, if you don't change, you haven't learned. Exactly. You know, you haven't moved forward. And that's what it is. You know, we have a podcast and you may be listening to the podcast version of this recording today. And on the podcast, there's three words, healthy, positive, and proactive. That's what we want to talk about. Controversy always comes up, but this isn't about all the negative stuff. This is how to move forward because in infection prevention, I'm not here to deal with what's already happening. That's what we manage. This expert course that we've had is how to manage current situations. And we have to have that. Matter of fact, we're going to be doing a session this afternoon. But the, ma the master's course is about what do I do? about things that haven't come up? How do I look into the future? How do I deal with other things so that when they do arrive, I'm ready? And that's where we got caught flat-footed as an industry in 2020. Well said, Dave. And um, I think that uh, what we have said is that, you know, you need, we need to educate people on that frontline, uh, their leaders, because, uh, you know, we, we can't wait until the next pandemic is at our doors in order to educate people. We need to do that today to be prepared. It's a be ready and not get ready. And this, at the beginning of this uh, COVID this year, 
it was getting ready and uh, people weren't already ready. And so we have to be ready for the next one. And uh, so it's all important to get the, the knowledge needed to, uh, to be that leader, the, the one that others are looking up to uh, for the next one and looking for your direction and your communication of uh, where, what do we do boss? And uh, so hopefully you will be more prepared for the next one than you were for this one. But um, that's the knowledge that, that we all need to, uh, to share. So I want to thank all of those people, the thousands of people that came through uh, the infection prevention courses last year, either through the online or the uh, live remote uh, expert class. Go to www.academyofcleaning.com. Yes, things have changed. If you haven't been there in the last month, you haven't seen the new change because we have a new catalog on the front page. Easier to find the courses, easier to find the information. Like we said, change is what we're all about. You can also find us on our podcast uh, that is Beyond Clean with Ace, all one word, on Podbean. You can find us on Twitter, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, and hundreds of YouTube videos out there. Matter of fact, next week, I'm going to be cutting some new ones on luxury vinyl floor care, something that the industry is now fighting. What do we do with luxury vinyl floors? So see, we don't just talk about infection prevention only, Daryl. We got all kinds of things we do here at the Academy. Well, it is a business and uh, there are different segments of the business. And, you know, what we're about here at the Academy is equipping you with the knowledge needed for all those different aspects of the business. And, you know, I think that one of my bosses one time, uh, we were doing our annual performance review and he said until I until he got that job, he didn't know everything that our department did. And he said, um, you make it look too easy. He said, you you need to communicate to other people about what those challenges are in that. You know, I think that one of one of our challenges is that we we make it look too easy and, and it shouldn't be that difficult but just to put all those pieces together so that we have a complete uh, puzzle, uh, complete, no missing pieces, and that includes education. And uh, so that's what we're about is educating you so that uh, as a leader that you are equipped to, uh, to lead others that, you know, will provide this safe, clean, disinfected uh, environment for, uh, for staff, and for uh, the building or the people coming into your building. Daryl, thanks for coming down all the way from St. Louis to be live in the studio with me. I'm going to keep you here for another day and a half so we can get some more stuff in. Folks, we've talked all of this to death. You know what to do. Join us this fall. Join us now. Get with, pardon me, get with the program. It's about <laughs> time. Thanks for being here with us and listening to us today. Uh, we'll put in the show notes uh, how you can get hold of Daryl and myself, the link to the master's course and everything. So uh, you'll find us. Uh, uh, I'm sure that this will be on YouTube later today. It'll be out on the podcast sometime here later as well. Folks, thanks for joining us, and we'll look forward to seeing you again. Whatever you do between now and the time we talk to you next, 
make sure that it is healthy, positive, and proactive. Thanks, folks. So long, Dave.